Welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 50. Um, if you are hearing this, it is because we had some technical difficulties. So we're going to speed run our drinks here. Um, I'm drinking a Founders Original Seville Orange Bourbon Sour at uh, 7%. It's basically a cocktail in a can. Hunter? Mm. Delicious. I'm drinking the Coping Mechanism cocktail that I got for free as a result of uh, the event that I just worked with the pantry. It's like a chocolate uh, coffee vodka drink. Yeah, and I'm drinking a Whistler Brewing Co. Crimson Sky Raspberry Sour, um, which Cass may or may not have had on the podcast last week, and we couldn't really recall. I, I don't think he did. Now, <laughs> what I will say, I'll say this super quickly. If you're hearing this, it's because we lost the initial part of our, you know, talking about random stuff before Valorant. So we're just, we don't feel like going over it again. We're going to get right into the Valorant after telling you really quickly what our drinks are. I really hope Cass's recording isn't shit and you don't actually have to be listening to this, but <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if you yeah. are, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 so we'll, Hunter will have to figure that out, and depending on which recording, either you guys will hear this or you won't, and that'll be that. Um, okay, so we were talking about the, the new user interface and user experience that Valorant has. Uh, my general take on it is it sucks dicks, and despite it looking cool, is just not optimal and that i think that they need it's like a good starting point but i think they need to tweak it to make it more user friendly i feel like the tweak is simple all the tweak is is uh basically have the stuff along the top have the different tabs selectable on the mm -hmm. top of the screen instead of having to go back like that's the one issue with it that people have raised and oh. what, what i have heard is that they're planning on adding some stuff there's tournament the tournament mode for sure that they're planning on coming out with soon. There's a I don't know if they're going to need something different for like sending skins to other people, but like I would say that there's a potential that they're going to be adding several more things such that it wouldn't be practical to have them all along the top like they used to be, and that would be the only reason why I would say maybe this change was necessary. However, we'll have to see if that materializes in the coming weeks. I know I like. Okay, I feel like having the back menu to take you to that, like, list of everything, kind of like on the left side of your screen, is, like, is fine. But there are a couple things that I feel like need to be on that top bar that aren't currently there. Like, and, like, fucking Christ, dude, they kept their store up there, right? So, obviously, <laughs> they they decided where their priorities are, which, you know, understandable. That's how they fucking make money off of it. But, like... You know, it's like my, my match history should be there. Yeah, career uh, career and collection. Yeah, career and collection should fucking be there, right? Um, like, th those are the two big ones. Like, I, I guess, like, the agents tab is something I only really ever use when a new agent drops or when I finish a contract. So, like, that being on the yeah. other menu isn't a huge deal, but, like, you know. Like, initially, like, I kind of missed it for the first couple of games when Harbor came out, because I was like, ah, I didn't see it, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Um, how is that? How is that out of sight? Out yeah, of Har mind? Harbor like, is the first thing like that you see when you, over. <laughs> when you open up the game. Think, yeah, but like, I clicked, maybe like, I should I, activate the contract. I don't know. I clicked on play, and then, like, there was nothing else there. And I'm like, ah, I guess I'm playing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I will say it looks really nice. Like, initially, I was like, yeah, this looks sick. And I like the change up, right? I just like something visually different in the screen since you're staring at it a lot. 
Um, mm-hmm. It reminds me a lot of like a classic video game menu, right? Like it, it looks like if yeah. you put like Call of Duty into your Xbox, the first screen that shows up where it says like uh-huh. career multiplayer, whatever fucking other options there are, but that's exactly what it looks like. So it make it makes sense for like a video game perspective, but yeah, it's just annoying to have to hit the back button. Yeah, and then yeah. I don't know there are a couple of things like Hunter brought up the tournament mode there. Like, yo, when the fuck is the TDM coming out? Like that was mentioned a while ago, wasn't it? Oh, team deathmatch. Yeah, I thought that would have been out like two patches ago. Yeah, I I am um, I think of team deathmatch as one of the things that riots like. Oh yeah, that's coming soon, and then forgets about, and then a year from now they'll actually maybe start doing it. Like I, I really have no expectations of that coming anytime soon because since they mentioned it, have have heard nothing about it since. Yeah, because okay, like, that doesn't seem like a feature that most people are like, yes, we need this in the game immediately. Yeah, like yeah, the tournament like mode gifting. is more. Yeah, like, yeah, like I skin know. gifting, like well, I don't know, September twenty twenty. They said coming by the end of the year. Mm. <laughs> it, I think it's one of those things. Yeah, I. It's just, like, I don't know. It's something that, like, I'd like to have in the game because, like, there are often times when, like, you know, I don't want to commit the mental capacity it would take to actually play a Valorant game. Um, and, like, even, like, even just, like, going into, like, an unrated, like, you know, that takes a while. But I don't enjoy Spike Rush. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, I've got my qualms with Death, uh, with Deathmatch. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh I've got my I've got my qualms with that. Not for like not the main reasons that people bring up about it being like, oh, the spawns are shit or like there are too many people or they're not enough people, like not like the There main are argument. not enough people and the spawns are shit. <laughs> Those okay, are both whatever. very accurate. Whatever whatever general reasons people bring up that they're like, Oh, like this deathmatch feels not good, like I don't know. I feel like it's not something that I'd play as like it doesn't feel like a game. It feels like a like a warm, a up. warm up. Yeah, and like I feel like Team Deathmatch would have a bit more of that game element of like, oh, I want to win, but also enable me to, yeah, just take a bunch of raw aim duels and you know, just like the subtle things, just like you know, double peeking with your team, like pushing together. Um, like little things like that that just you can't do in deathmatch because deathmatch is free for all. And even back in like you know when I played Call of Duty and stuff like that, I never enjoyed free for all as a game mode. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Personally, I'd like it. I'd like them to come out with it. You know, the sooner the better. But I understand why that's not a pressing concern. Yeah, I had I hadn't heard based back to the UI thing. Um. I hadn't really heard the argument that it's because they're going to be releasing a bunch of stuff and there are going to be too many menu options, which like kind of makes sense. But as Cass was saying, I think a better a better way to do it would just be put it all like main things on the top or be able to like bookmark things that you want even um, to go on the top bar. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think we can all agree that it's not great and needs some needs some work. But uh mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, now we actually got to talk about Harbor since he is in the game instead of us speculating like we were last week. Um and the week prior the and the week prior yeah. probably. <laughs> right. Um 
Right, but yeah, right. basically, we delayed the recording of this podcast to hopefully play some games with Harbor. Um, now, neither, none of the three of us, I believe, have managed to do that. Yeah, uh, it was really funny. My my buddy Wyeth and I uh, played the day Harbor came out, and he said he had just come from a comp game where both someone on his team and someone on the other team were playing Harbor. But I have yet to see either of those happen. Yeah, so for all three of us, we have not played with a Harbor in the lobby ever. And that yeah. might be telling. <laughs> I, I, I don't... I think at this point, it's unlikely that people don't have him unlocked in any of the lobbies we've been in. Mm, I don't know know about that. I don't have him unlocked, and I've been playing pretty heavily for the last few days, at least. Yeah, I've played eight comp games, which isn't... I mean, well, and I've only played comp games. I've played eight games since activating the Harvard contract, and that is lower than Chase, I'm sure. But, like probably fairly average for the Valorant player base since Harbor came out overall. Uh, obviously, there are going to be a lot of people who played more than that, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was pretty similar to the average of the people who play a certain minimum amount. And, you know, I'm pretty far off of unlocking him. You could play a good bit more than me and still have not unlocked him yet. Yeah, the uh, so. the uh, weeklies are give you dick all right now. Yeah, right? yeah so, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've done okay. all my weeklies. I've done my weeklies. I've done most of the dailies i'm still like not even close can't you like bank weeklies prior to well, it's okay that's that's an interesting subtopic because i'm pretty sure that i did that for i think it was chamber that i deliberately towards the end of the act was like i'm not going to finish my weeklies and then cashed in a bunch of them early on and those are like the big like you know 20 plus k xp weeklies but then I know uh, the purple platypus, Oliver, he uh, found that his weeklies were reset. I think him. mine were too. I had some banked for sure because yeah. I wasn't playing a lot at the end of the act. So yeah, I so it definitely it started like, some. Yeah, so I don't know when they reset weeklies versus when they don't. Like, is it end of an episode into the next one they give it to you? I, I, don't, I don't know what governs that or if they've just changed over time. But either way. Well, because I, I was going to say, I'd, I've seen... I've seen a couple of harbors in deathmatch, which implies that those people have harbor unlocked because you can't be an agent that you don't have unlocked in deathmatch. You can always is that true? You, what is that true? Yeah, I think so. That is a that's... weird fact if that's true because that doesn't make any sense at all. No, because if you yeah if you have a deathmatch of a bunch of people who just downloaded the game, there wouldn't be enough agents. Yes, but I've also seen multiple people being Phoenix or multiple people being Arena in a deathmatch before. What? Now, have you seen that recently? Since they I know, I was going to say, recently, this, might, yeah. this, might have been, yeah. this might have been earlier when they had more people in deathmatch and they didn't have as many agents out. Like, I suppose that's possible. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but, okay. Weirdly enough, according to the wiki, Cass is correct. They do have to own the agent. Yeah. Which is so weird to me. Like, what? Because you don't pick the agent. You don't use their abilities. Why the heck would you have... That is so odd. According to the wiki, does the keybinds that you have active depend on which agent you spawn into deathmatch with? Or are those all just your default keybinds guaranteed regardless of what agent? Now, that is interesting. Um, It doesn't say on the wiki. All it says is each player loads into a random map with a random agent that they own. Okay. 
that's all it says. So I don't know. Have you tested this yet, Kyle? Because we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, we were talking. No, I, I haven't. You were just it. trying to get I mean, Hunter to figure it out for you. I'm like, that's not something they're just going to have oh, on the front page I, of the I, wiki. I, I was, I mean, I was just wondering if it was there. Maybe he knew. That is such a, that boggles my mind why that would be a thing. Hmm. Because, because the thing is, it's not like the game is hard-coded so that you can never, ever play as someone you don't have unlocked. Because in the range, replication. you can select any agent. And also replication. replication. Yes, also and, replication. Good point. That's range, an even better yeah. example. Right, so it's not like, oh, well, the way their software is, it's just more to, more effort for them to enable that. Like, I don't think it is. So, like, why is that a thing? I don't know. I don't, Very weird. I honestly thought yeah. that in the range you had to have them unlocked to play as them, but then nope. I realized you didn't just, like, this week when I went into the range and Harbor was selectable. Yeah, it's so nice that you don't, because that way you can check yeah. them out. Yeah. You can try before you buy if you're considering just buying the agent, which, don't do it, kids. I've done it once. Zero out of ten would recommend. Yeah. yeah. Why? I mean, I know... It was Teo, and I had a thousand extra Valorant points in my account after buying something. And so I was... That's a fucking battle pass. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was like, you know, the Valorant points were burning a hole in my wallet. I was like, hey, it'd be cool to get in on this new cool agent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? As he's uh, before anyone else. I understand the temptation. I can see it for... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no my, my point is that i don't recommend doing that I, it's it's dumb just unlock the agent normally not gonna lie i think i bought the last level of chambers contract on my main fair you that oh yeah because you took forever to unlock him on your main well, because I, you're I, played on the, yeah alt. i played the entire yeah. first act on on my alt because i had saved up the or like it was a newer account and so i unlocked well, yeah, so I, I started a new account so that I could have the two free agent unlocks on it when Chamber came out so I could start maining Chamber immediately. Um, and so, yeah, I just, like, instant unlock Chamber on that, and then it was going to take me forever to unlock him on my main. And so I was just playing on my alt for, like, an entire act. And then I was like, well, I should probably go back to my main. And so I had all the... um. I had all those weeklies banked up, and, like, I got through the, the first, like, three levels super quick. Uh, I grinded out the, the fourth level, and then I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not, I'm not waiting for, like, another two rounds of weeklies to, to get this or whatever. And so I just clicked the, the buy thing because I had the 200 credits sitting around. Um, so, yeah, I did do that. I, I don't regret it. I don't feel bad about that, but like, I definitely tried it before I bought it. That's for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so actually speaking about about Harbor here, um, I don't think he's good. Like, I could see him as secondary smokes in a pro meta. In like ranked, it's fucking hard enough to get someone on your team to play smokes. I mean, great that I play with Chase and he mains Brim on quite a few maps, because otherwise, like, Jesus Christ, I'd be fucked. Um, But yeah, I feel like he's not good enough as solo smokes, and he's not better than an initiator. So why would you play him? I don't know. I don't know how good the wall is yet. It's 
I mean, I guess you have a similar problem to does it slow when you push through it or no? Yeah. It does. It, does. it slows like, you very it, slightly. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's like I think it has like a, a similar breeze. A similar problem to undertuned viper where it doesn't do enough to hold you from pushing through the wall. Right? The reason why viper has the decay and like the you know like the instant decay is so that you you wait a moment to, before you think, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to push this." But if you get slightly slowed, you're still fully accurate going through the wall and it's not it might even be a, more accurate. Yeah. Say, you might even be more yeah. Accurate. <laughs> uh yeah, it's just it doesn't really prevent you from pushing through. Now, the deployment of the wall itself is really interesting because you can get a lot more curvy with it, um, which is cool. Uh, so I think there is going to be some cool like lineups for it or like ways to deploy it so that you get like yeah. really cheeky angles blocked off. Okay, you can technically make a a full circle with this wall. Yeah, I've, I I like, was fucking around in the range with making like yeah. little spirals. Like you, you can make a literal circle in front of you if you want. Oh, you have to like three sixty with your character to do that. I yeah. don't, I don't know exactly. I saw it on Reddit. Like, don't like I, I'm, he's the fucking controller. I'm not gonna play him. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking. You know. were considering for a minute, and then nope, you didn't. Like yeah, it. yeah. Well, no, because there were two things. First of all, his whatever his orb is, right? The 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 bullet sponge is not insta deploy. Therefore, I can't off on him. Or, well, he doesn't have the weed deploy. Um, it's like a pull out and then drop. And so, yeah, not, not super not great dropping. It is, it is very bizarre to me, Cass, that you feel like at our elo, the moment you miss an op shot, you are just immediately dead if you can't cast some of the like, utility. Like, yeah, I, I do op on occasion. You take yeah, the shot from a narrow angle. You no, just I mean, like, watch dude, I, like, yeah, I, I, I do it when I play Chamber and Jet if I don't have my TP or my dash available. Right? Right, or exactly. Like, so, like, I don't know why it's like, I need an instant deploy, dude. I can't possibly there are, manage there are to times, go behind cover and then do something to slow them down. when you do need one. Right? I fucking died <laughs> TPing out his Chamber. Yes, a because lot. you're standing still in the open while TPing. If you had gone behind cover and then TP'd, you would probably have lived in the majority of those situations. I'm standing in the middle of buttfuck nowhere because I'm playing an off angle. Oh, okay, if you're playing it like a truly off angle, then that's yeah. true. Like you don't have to play weird off angles to be to provide no. a lot of value as an opper. Yes, but especially someone there's... who's legitimately good at hitting op shots like you. Yeah, but there's like you know there's there's a limited amount of spaces you can play if if you don't have that right. Sure. Like yeah. there, the the places you can be are significantly more limited when you can't do that. Now, if I could now obviously this is a bit of a tangent here, but like if I could just insta drop a an orb that you can't fucking shoot through, right? Or if it like if it functioned like a cipher cage, where like I could preemptively drop it somewhere, right? And then yeah. pop it on will. Then, then there'd be a bit of hey, I can I can play cheeky angles and stuff, but you know I can't do that. Also, I don't know. Okay, the one thing that I will say that I do think he's really fucking strong at is we're gonna burst onto site. Yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be fucking five of us or four of us right here, and we're holding down W key. Like he's probably yeah. the best smokes agent for that one specific role. Um, 
of just and because like his wall for while you have it is significantly more versatile than Viper's is. Yeah. For that one charge. And then I guess you get another one 40 seconds later. But like it, because you could curve it, you can be very specific with which angles you're blocking off. You get your wall as like rolling cover to move behind. Like I think he is very very strong for we're going to fucking push onto site. But you know what can stop that? A Viper Molly. Yeah, a you, Molly. You're saying a stage like, wall. Like, oh, he's good at W keying, and like you know, you're gonna W key every round with him, and then the minute you hit a, a Brim Molly, you're just like, oh, dang it! Now the wall is gonna expire. You seem to be assuming people have no idea how to bait out utility and then W key if that's what they're encountering. Yeah, that would be a problem with any W key strategy. Exactly right. You yeah. can always say that's, that, that's but you're saying. still able to burst onto site yeah. a lot. Like that's still right, a like, viable thing. Uh, I mean, okay. Now I believe his wall lasts one second shorter than an omen smoke. I believe it's fourteen seconds instead of fifteen. Um, but I don't know. Smokes I feel like are typically the. With the exception of potentially Viper, I feel like smokes are very often, like, the tell, right? That a push is coming. Yeah. It's like, Omens dropped both smokes on B. Like, they're they're coming, right? Like, okay. like a flash or, t like, you know, like, oh, you get KO flashed off the angle. I feel like that's not, like, a huge tell. You might be like, hey, like, you know. I hear, or like, KO's here, like, maybe they're two, I heard some footsteps, like, maybe lean this direction, but I feel like, once you get the smokes down, it's like, okay, like, they're, they're coming, and that's a great time to drop your Viper Molly, drop your Brim Molly on that choke, um, well, yes, yeah, I feel all like I'm saying, saying is, as look, offense, look, you're just gonna okay. play super predictably, no, okay, all <laughs> I'm saying problem, is, no matter he has, what. he has, yeah. his wall recharges, right, yeah. on, either a 40 or a 45 second timer, but everything else he gets one of. He gets, right. he, he gets one smoke orb that, which by the way, disappears the instant you fucking break it. Uh, or well, a second later for some stupid ass fucking reason. It doesn't right. function as a smoke after that, but yeah. So it's, you, you can break it, right? Yeah. You can, and how break much health orb. does it have? Uh, four op shots or roughly 10 vandal bullets. Ooh. It, is it really 10? I don't know if that's correct. I'm looking it up right now. We will know uh, officially in one second. Cove. Uh, oh, yeah. Cass is correct. Cass is correct. It, it, is, it has 350 health. So, yeah, that is basically exactly 10. So, yeah. That's 350 and, health. And, oh, three op shots then. Okay. One less op shot than I thought. At any rate... Okay, but if you're spraying that with a vandal, that breaks quick. <laughs> oh I, okay, yeah. No, hold, hold up, hold up. I, I, I am such a dumbass. I was, I was looking at. Oh, the you're looking at how much cost. it costed. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's, it's also, five, it, it has 500 HP. It has 500. So okay, so, yeah. so my mass were. My yeah, so a few more correct. vandal shots, and then no four yeah. op shots. That'd be four five. Op shots. Five. No, no, sorry, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, four, 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 four. four. Four, four op yeah, shots yeah. and okay, a little more than ten ten vandal bullets because that's four hundred. You need thirteen vandal bullets to break it. Still, 
that that's that's quick. That's fast. And that's assuming only one person shooting at it. Yeah. Right. And then the smoke fucking disappears for some stupid ass reason. Why the fuck well, does it? Because it's a shield. You broke the shield. No, but like, yeah, I'm saying you should be able to break the shield on the smoke, but the smoke should last the full duration, regardless of whether that shield is broken or not. Yeah, because it's supposed to kind of be like a like a dome smoke. You know, yeah, like I, I fully orb. agree. I fully agree with Cass on this point in particular, especially since, as Cass said, he only gets one. You, uh, you know, it's it's easy to break if you want to, if, if you're willing to shoot at it. And then the final point that we haven't talked about yet is the fact that you have to actually throw it to a location. So unless you have lineups, you have to be physically looking at the spot you want it to go, which is, you know, to use it as a smoke is very difficult compared to, very restrictive compared to any of the other smoke characters who can put their, do any other dome smoker who can put their dome smoke somewhere well out of their line of sight. Uh, like, so yeah, I, I think, I think they need to buff. I, I think the fact of him having to throw it is not going to change and it shouldn't, it's good. It's unique, but they either need to way increase the HP on it and, or like Cass said, make the smoke last even when it's broken. Right, but it's, it's not even enough to fucking get a half defuse. Yeah. Especially if people are spraying you down. Like the, the biggest thing here is like, oh, you can throw it on bomb and, and try to get defuse off, which obviously it needs to be breakable then. But that quick makes it super weak, in my opinion. Like, you can't use mm. that as reliable cover at all. Like, yeah. literally dropping a smoke is better. Yeah, this, this yeah. ability really feels to me... Through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I fully agree. Uh, this feels to me a lot like the launch of Yoru, where it was very clear... This ability in particular, not the whole agent. Where it was very clear that when they... And, yeah, compared to Yoru's teleport, specifically that when Yoru launched, they were very worried about making an agent who just made people rage quit the game because there's this new mechanic that was way too strong that is just really frustrating. Because, you know, if Yoru could teleport behind you and immediately equip his gun and shoot you, like, that would be, like, game-breaking. And similarly, if this was, like, you know, full-strength Sage Wall and you could, like, mo and, like, you could just full defuse against the Eco-Buy, like, you know, that would be just infuriating. So yeah. it's, it seems like, similarly, they went too far in making sure it wouldn't be, you know, broken, and as a result, it's weak. Admittedly, it's, it's pretty strong on pistol. Sure, sure. Um, but, like, an agent being broken in one, or sorry, two rounds of a game does not make them viable. Yeah, yeah, I like think Sagewall is really fucking good on pistol, too. Yeah. Raina's yeah, I... fucking disgusting in pistol. Yeah. Assuming she can get that oh, that overheal off, but like, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's yeah, I, I agree with Hunter. They they probably it probably came out undertuned because they were worried about it being overtuned as this could be a broken mechanic if it is overtuned. Therefore, we should err on the side of caution and. It's better to start with it undertuned and move it up rather than it being overtuned and needing to move it down. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast, a different podcast earlier today. I, I think it was Valoranting, um, where in a similar vein, they were talking about how the wall sound like seems so underpowered, 
like both walls um and how it seems like it's missing a mechanic entirely like they're like they were saying that it, it feels so lackluster that there must have been something else to it that they've just removed which that was the uh i mean the idea behind that statement was in the trailer or in the teaser you he obviously puts up a wall that you can't shoot through true true yeah and that is an obvious part of the teaser now did riot hear the the backlash to oh my god this is going to be game breaking and then just decide to nix the entire aspect of was his that, walls. Was that a uh, response from people? I, di- I didn't really hear that from people, honestly. I think a lot of people were still in the wait and see boat at that point, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. there definitely was some sentiment that like, oh, you know, not being able to, like, this is going to be an Astro ult as like a normal ability that's going to recharge. Like, yeah. this is going to be insane. Um, like, It that, would be a little like weird if it was just a curvable Astro wall as your, you know, yeah. Yeah, but, but did they I mean, just I'm entirely kidding. remove that, um, that like aspect of the walls? So and yeah, and now it's just weak. Well, I will I say, know. I will say, I don't know if it makes sense that it was due to backlash because I didn't see a ton of backlash. However, I do like your theory, Chase, because this is something that I have not researched much at all. I just saw Dupont from our from the Discord uh, share this in the general chat at the time, but the previous act. Harbor was, according to some rumors that he was sharing, which I have no idea how accurate they are, Harbor was supposed to come out of the previous act, but basically things were a complete cluster over at Riot where they thought they would have the agent ready, and then there's a whole bunch of like disagreement and strife in terms of hemming out the final details. So I could see a situation where, you know, at that point they had already made the cinematics, uh, anticipating a release of the previous act. But then they realized, okay, we really want to switch up how he plays. And that could be the reason why, you know, they wouldn't really want to spend the money to redo the cinematic, but they wanted to redo the abilities. And that's why we end up with this disconnect. That, that would be my theory on this. I mean, I feel like it would have been easy to take out the single scene where they're shooting at a wall and bullets are obviously bouncing off of it. I don't know. I guess it could have, they'd be like, oh, how did he escape that cave then with all the people shooting at him? But, yeah. you know, if that wasn't, like, an ability, just remove that that one uh, clip. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. One of the things that I was thinking is, like, okay, first of all, I think his wall should be both his his pushing wall and his, you know, Viper wall-like thing. I think they should be thicker, and then pushing through them should be, like, fighting against a Riptide. Yeah, like it slows you while you're in like, it for a longer time, yeah, and you can't like, see anything while you're in it. Like, right, like you being slowed, I feel like, or like it should be like a fight, quote unquote, to like get through this wall. Like you're being pulled back. I think would make it more viable. The other thing is, I feel like yeah. because he gets one charge of each ability. Like I don't know, and obviously there's, you got to toe the line here a bit. But I feel like the recharge on his wall is just too slow. And then the other thing that a bunch of people have brought up is he has little to no stall ability on defense. Right? Like we kind of brought up yeah. how he can he can be really good when you're just trying to burst out onto site. Yeah. But 
half of the game is you playing defense. Well, I guess it depends how you do in the first half on offense. <laughs> but roughly speaking, on average, half of the game you're playing both sides. And so, like, and like his direct competitor here being Viper, you get the you get the ability to block off a lot of angles, gain a good amount of map control. You can play post plant. Um, you have like your stuff that's on. You've got this toxin mechanic that you have to manage. But like Viper is, I would say, good on both sides of the map. And yeah. I, I personally feel or like on maps in which Viper is very meta, mostly being Breeze and Icebox. I feel the effects of not having a Viper on our team more on attack than I do on yeah. defense. But that being said, her stall ability on defense can be insane. Like, yeah, yeah. She like, can block yeah, off I, I an think, entire site. Yeah. Yeah. I think Harbor, I mean, Harbor, I think Viper is great. I think Viper is better on offense simply because that when you place your wall down on defense, now you're committed to that location. You can't ever change that. Uh, so if the enemy team, if the off, if the enemy uh, attackers move to a position where your wall is no longer useful, then your signature is no longer doing anything. And then uh, along similar lines, if it doesn't work out for you to pick up your Q, your smoke orb, yeah, it can be great for stalling a push for like B main on Breeze. But if you pretty quickly get the call if you maybe put it down and then went to play mid and then you get the call they're rushing a we need help you're probably not going to go run back and pick up that orb and now you have zero smoke utility for the site so for that reason i think that viper is definitely stronger on defense i'm sorry on offense purely because the lack of flexibility on defense in terms of mid-round uh versatility but because her hold is so strong where her stuff is she's still very good on defense yeah, and then also I don't I don't know how like meta this is, but like I've definitely heard of vipers not specifically on on breeze not committing their wall and yeah. they save their wall for if they need to retake. Yeah, um, yeah. Like if I'm playing B, especially I yeah. just put down my orb and then I can save my wall to wall off uh, uh, caves and shop if we need to right. retake. Right. Yeah, it's like oh hey, yeah. like we need. You know, or like, you know, you've got your orb up on B and they, you know, obviously the toxins have to go down at some point. And like the first time around, I think you can molly it or like you can use your mollies to hold that back so they can't get through. And then once your mollies expire by that time, you're you can bring your orb back up. Um, but let's say they make it through or like they wait all of that out, and make it through anyway. It's like, well, now I can just drop this wall and just cut off all these angles. Well, and that's uh, just insane delay, like like you were yeah, just saying, right. which Harbor has right. none of. Harbor doesn't have any of that. What, he puts his wall up at the choke point? Sure, but like... 14 that, seconds, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't know how long or that Or they lasts. can just push it. Or, yeah, but they can just disrespect that wall. Like, it's, it's like... Like, I don't know. Is it... I feel like it's only slightly easier to disrespect to Harbor's utility than it is to disrespect, say, Omen, Brim, or Astra's due to, you know, I guess technically you need to push into the smoke, and then you need to push through the smoke. So that's like two things that somebody could be sitting there with a fucking shorty ready to blam blam or whatever. Yeah. But like, 
I mean, his well, Harper's utility, I'm saying, when he's on defense, is very easily dis- – well, actually, in both regards, is rather easily dis- disrespectable. Yeah, yeah, and like, which, is, which is why I really like the idea of having thick water walls rather than just the little thing, thin thing that you can just – Yeah, um, I don't – it's just like I, I, I can't see him getting, you know – like in his current state, I don't see him being used in pro play with like the exception of maybe DRX or PRX just being like, eh, WK go burr, wee, um, <laughs> and putting him to use. But like, I, I don't really see it. And I feel like he's, he's just weak in ranked play. Like, and fuck, I mean, he's stronger in ranked play when teams are more likely being like, yeah, so we're just going to five man push this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, on then, defense, like, he is good for retakes. In the same way that he's yeah. good for pushing a site, right? He just doesn't yeah, in the have same a way that like a duelist utility. is good for retakes on yeah. defense, even though they're not good at holding site. Okay, I, I will say I haven't seen his alt in action because, as we mentioned, haven't played with or against him. But holy fuck, does his alt seem like it's fucking incredible? His alt does seem very good. Like his alt seems Harbor's alt. Yeah, Harbor's alt seems yeah. fucking good. I don't know. It pulses three times wherever the fuck you're standing. Yeah, yeah. but a breach ult hits you no matter what. Hey, you can omen TP timing it to get through the breach ult. You can rain and dismiss through the breach ult. You can... You can do all of that with the harbor ult, too. I guess. And, but and like you, can walk, you can walk out of it. Yeah, but it's it like, you know, it displaces you. Yeah, I guess Breach's alt does the same thing, but you know what you can do? You can fucking Breach alt them, you can Harbor alt them, and you can Fade alt them. Well, yeah. I think the Harbor ult is redundant, because... And then you Brim alt them, too, because fuck them. If the... Yeah. If, like, you're, you're attacking site, or, you know, you're pushing any site yeah. where you know there's people. Okay. With Breach, you know that yeah. this entire area, if they're in it, they're going to be stunned. Yeah. Right? If you're going to be pushing True. through a smoke on a retake or on a or on an attack or something like that, tap. absolutely no. Stuns in general don't stop you from getting one tapped. So that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, They're both annoying. stunned. It's, it's annoying when it happens. It's, yeah, it happens to me all the fucking time because I play Breach. Dude, the fuck does it feel great when you one-tap someone while stunned, though? Oh, yeah. I, I, what I will say, uh, where I think the Harbor ult has value that the Breach ult doesn't, is that, yes, with the Breach ult, you know that everyone's been hit who's in that area. But what you don't know is where people are. If someone, you know, is forced just off of an angle, you know, back into cover, or if they're forced into a place that's still awkward for you to clear, you know, I, it still, it doesn't give you any info whatsoever. Whereas this gives you considerable info as to where people are, and it puts you in a aim duel with them, well, in a duel with them, that is disadvantageous to, disadvantageous to them because they have to keep track of when they're going to get concussed and move. And also, if you, you, you see the circle to be like, someone's going to be moving from here unless they're just going to eat the concussion. So, I, I think Possibly. That, I mean, the circle yeah. is, like, large enough, but is there any, like, thing in the sky that tells you where people are? They go up. Like, you can, you can see it. It goes up. 
It's like so a geyser. once the geyser goes off, you can see it like vertically, and before that happens, you can only see it on the ground. I believe. Mm, okay. I still don't. I think could it's be wrong. That great. I could be wrong. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. It seems. I think it's pretty good. I feel like a, a yeah. breach hold is guaranteed. People are stunned in this area, and this is a you know if I'm pushing through something, I don't necessarily have line of sight to where they're going to be hiding behind cover. Then it's just like, well, they could be stunned, but they could have just walked out of it and not been stunned. Hey, not, yeah, but now not, you know for sure they're there, and they're constantly having to play yeah, it's uh, like, red light, green light to avoid getting you know wrecked. Yeah, I feel like it, it, it's kind of like a cross between Fade's Alt and Breach's Alt in that. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, yeah, sorry. yeah, actually, now that, now that Wallcast is recovering from coughing, Oh my, you okay over there, guys? My beer went down the uh, the other pipe. Oh. Sorry to hear it. But what I was going to say while you're recovering is that your your point, Chase, about you know someone might be behind cover and now you see they're there but can't do anything about it, that's still better than if you breach alt someone behind cover where you're not going to get to trade the, to kill them before they're unconcussed, but now you don't even know they're there. Well, I'm saying so I don't even like, know if you like get that's that information. A positive thing for Th- like that's not really what I was saying. I was saying you might be behind cover and not see any of that information. Well, you have to be somewhat in, peeking. In what in what way am I like sending an ult through in the open where I have full view of the site to know where all these people are standing? That would be stupid. Well, you press the ult and then you peek. Like you're they're not currently like, stunned. They could not be ult. stunned because they could immediately peek you. And be outside of their stun area and get the kill. Yeah, yeah they could, they could, but like that, that you know, that takes. It a lot does of force that. It does force them to peek, right. which you yeah. know could be another thing. But I'm saying I just think it's less powerful than a breach ult. Okay, but also you're not the only person on your team, right? Somebody no. else can be holding that angle when that goes off. Um, and oh, this is huge! I just thought of this now. A big difference is you can breach alt your team. You can't reckoning, as the official name is, your team. So like you can you can do that while your team is further up into a site then you can breach all because you don't have to worry about messing up your own team. So that's a big thing we haven't considered. That is nice. That is true. Also, um now, admittedly I've only had this happen a couple times just due to sheer coincidence, but like y'all ever buy shorties when the enemy team has a, a breach all? No. So I feel like I should more often. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it very much depends down. on the situation. If you expect yeah. you're playing in a position where you're going to get breach halted. Well, yeah, it's like I'm playing on site. Like, and not... Uh, yeah, well, where <laughs> on site? <laughs> okay, well, like, the, time, the times that it's happened yeah. to me... You can teleport I out. Typically, well, I typically have an op. <laughs> um, you disgust me, Cass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, well, I typically have an op, so, like, I typically have a shorty anyway, so, you know, well, it doesn't really like, matter. Well, Wild fact, if you have okay. an op, it's nice well, like, to have I don't, a shorty. I don't do that on Chamber. <laughs> on Chamber, I don't bother buying the shorty because I got this fucking headhunter, which I typically what? buy a bullet or two for. You would rather have a headhunter than a shorty? No, in... no, I don't, but I just choose not to spend the credits on the shorty because I have a headhunter. <laughs> like, is oh. it a good decision? I don't know. I don't really <laughs> think so, but I, but, but I do it. I'm like, ah, I've got a fucking headhunter. I'm not buying the shorty here. Whereas, like, on Jet, I'm like, ah, shit. Like, if I get screwed with, like, without my dash or whatever, <laughs> like... And also because, like, as Jet, you can... 
they're oftentimes where I'm dashing back into a corner, and it's like now I'm stuck in the corner, which chamber typically I'm TPing out to, well, wherever I'm going. At any rate, after hitting the E button, I am typically safer on chamber than I am on jet, on average. Ergo, shorty less necessary. Um... But yeah, I feel like I should buy a shorty when, like, I know the enemy team has a breach alt active. And I feel like maybe we should all be doing this more. And I might start doing the same thing when I play against a harbor, if I ever play against a harbor. Okay, so I feel like you really, I feel like that statement is overly broad. Like, I, I would agree if you qualify it, something like this. If you're planning on playing on a site in a place where... The breach alt is going to to uh, you're not going to be able to to avoid it when you see it going off, and it's there's no chance that it's going to push you back into a relatively safe location, and the location you're playing is one with a relatively close angle involved, such that someone's going to peek you up close. Then under all of those conditions, yeah, <laughs> buying a shorty would be great. But like there are plenty of times where if you're playing deep onto site you know, and you get like forced, like, for example, if you, if you're playing on, uh, you know, ascent B site and you're playing like CT or market and you're worried to get about getting breach altered, well, you're going to be forced back into a safer position where you're probably not going to get swung. Like, I don't see any reason to buy a shorty in that. Situation. Okay, sure. I like, mean, no, here's yeah. a counter. Here's another w version of that is, uh, think of Haven C site. Um, yeah. If you are playing behind box, like whatever gen, yep, standard B box, box on C site, yeah, yeah, and you get breach ulted, you are actually you're not in a safe location, but you're going to be peaked from an angle which is far too long. Like even if well, you get point, rushed down, they can swing yeah. wide around the box. Sure, sure, sure. And but like, like at that point, whatever gun you've got, you just use that gun, right? It's not like yeah. All so sudden, you might want a gun that could one tap. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But I'm, all I'm all I'm saying is like it's not like all of a sudden you get ulted and your primary weapon disappears, right? Right. right. No, but you it's get like, ulted, and in your opinion, you switch to your shorty, which we're saying it would kind of be useless. Well, or, yeah, I mean, I feel sure, like I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you have to switch to the shorty. Okay, I think, you're in I a feel position like... where it makes more sense to hold on to your vandal or your your phantom. Like, yeah, do that. Like a shorty is what 150 credits. Fuck it, buy it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. the fucking drop in the bucket. Maybe Get you're always you should buy it one. Could be you should always yeah. buy one. <laughs> this, this is that what Chase said is exactly where I was going to go with this. That I feel like the fact of the matter is, if you have a rifle, then a shorty is a better secondary in most cases than a classic because. If you're running out of bullets at close range, then, you know, you really want something that can kill quickly. Whereas if you're running out of bullets at long range, there's a much better chance you can duck back into cover and reload. And so, like, I don't really think the breach ult changes that dynamic all that much. I think it's just generally nice to have a, a shorty as your secondary uh, the, if the you can afford it. Yeah, okay. The, the exception that comes to, like, mind while we're yeah. talking about this is, like, someone's on defuse. You're fucking trying to spam a smoke. You run out of your vandal bullets, and you're just like, ah, shit. But you're on a long angle, and you whip out your secondary, and it's a fucking shorty. At this point, you're just like, well, I hope I hit him 149 with my vandal. <laughs> and you pull the trigger twice, I guess. But like... That would be really fun if that happened. <laughs>
Is there, is there a damage. max range to the shorty? Well, the, the spread is pretty huge. Like, the spread, the impacts of the spread are, you know, incredible at long range. No, no, but I'm saying, so, is there is What's there the longest distance? shorty kill? Yeah. I don't, a... I don't believe any weapon has a max range where okay, the bullets so just despawn. Theoretically speaking, if someone is hit literally 149. Yeah. And you planted four long on Seaside Haven. I could be sitting by Orb C and and kill him with a shorty. Is that theoretically think, possible? Yes, yes, it is theoretically possible. Yeah. I feel like there's a range at which the bullets do no damage. Are, I don't no, know. There's, there's a range at which your bullets rarely hit because the spread is so big. That's uh, what you're sure, thinking. Sure, now, sure, sure. Is there a range at which it's better to just point straight up and shoot your shorty? <laughs> okay, well, not literally straight up. Only yeah. Because <laughs> they're definitely projectiles in Valorant. Yeah. Yeah, but also, no, like RNG, right? Yeah, no, it's like, all the same. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, I like, I had um in the game that we just played on, on Breeze, right? I like, I updrafted over an Omen Smoke with a Spectre and just full on fucking sprayed with it. um, And I got a kill, which, you know. I was kind of surprised about it at the time, but I was like, eh, whatever. Um, I looked at, the, like, the post, like, you know, after the round ends, so you can see how much damage you did. Um, I double-dinked the jet mid-air floating, spraying with a specter through a smoke from, like, left titty to double doors. That's brutal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ooh. That is just RNG just fucking that other yeah. person. <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna say so RNG is a cruel mistress. Oh yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. I, I know this as someone who uses the stinger. Although, you know, me and the cruel mistress are still pretty tight, but you know, there's still some time she does some stuff where I'm like, oh hey, chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, she brings out the uh the barbed wire and the whip. Mm-hmm. Hunter's like, Whoa, I thought Whoa. we were just doing handcuffs. Well, like, <laughs> mistress wire. or oh, dominatrix? God. I don't know. <laughs> That's like more barbed uh, wire. Is like, uh, potato, potato. <laughs> I think. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so going back to Harbor, I generally agree with the idea that it seems like his kit is a bit undertuned. That being said, I think he may be slept on a bit at this point, although I'm really curious to unlock him because I want to try him myself. But sort of like Cass said in the, the idea of a fast sight hit, that... Like Brim, who can drop all three smokes at once, but even more so, he has the ability to have, you know, the most angles blocked off at once between his C ability wall, his main wall, which is huge, like Vipers, and then also his orb. Uh, And as a result, I think that is interesting and powerful. And I'm curious to see as well what you can do creatively and aggressively with his C ability and with his orb that obviously they don't really pose as much of a problem as we'd like to the other team, but still, you know, that wall pushing forward, allowing you to go behind it or your teammates to go behind it while, you know, putting enemies at a disadvantage if they're going to be hit by the wall. And then also the orb, which I think could be very interesting for close quarters combat 
where you could throw it basically at a corner that someone is fairly close to on the other side. And now they have a choice between, you know, not peeking that, pushing through the orb and hoping they catch you off guard. Or if they shoot the orb, you could be inside and you could swing them the minute they're no longer accurate because they're shooting your orb. So, like, I, I think there's a lot of really unique stuff about the way his kit is that I, I think he could be... There could be some cool stuff happening with him. The question is really just, is it enough? Is it consistent enough? And does he have enough flexibility to, to be able to, you know, have a spot on a squad? I think they're going to have to add something to him. Like, I I agree that, yes, there's going to be some cool things you can do with him. And, like, with any character, you can always do something super cool with them. And there's some, like, really cool trick plays and stuff. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Guru, right? Even when he was shit, there were, like, really good, like, sick plays you can do. Yeah, it's the ultimate gimmick, right? Like, Yoru is the gimmick agent. Yeah, so, like, it doesn't mean he's not underpowered. I feel like he probably is. He's missing something entirely. I feel like they should... I don't know if go all the way back to, like, make his walls block bullets, but I think it would that would at least add, like, a really interesting thing to that wall, other than you know, it just being a shitty Viper wall um, or like what you were talking about earlier, make it like really thick that you have to like fight to get through. That makes it really cool. Um, you know, make something different and interesting with it rather than, Ooh, curvy wall, like, like long Phoenix wall, you know? Yeah. I, don't I will know, say, other... Cass, this is unrelated to Harbor, but I find it very interesting that you consider, Oh, I don't feel like being any here anymore. Let's go back to somewhere safe to not be a gimmick, but Oh, you know, let's TP somewhere that I've set up beforehand. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a gimmick. <laughs> Huge difference there. One of them is a gimmick and the other one is not. Whoa, I see how whoa, it is. Whoa. Let's be whoa, honest. Whoa. Agents are gimmicks. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's all just CS with yeah, gimmicks. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of them, like, like, Chambers is always retreating, right? Whereas Yoru's is advancing, or at least you can use it for advancing. And exactly. So, like, you don't have okay. to. No, no, but I'm saying, like, Yoru's, like, all the plays and stuff are just, like, the reason why I'm calling it a gimmick here is because it's the, the ultimate 50-50, and, like, Yoru can create those all the time. Sure. Did he TP? Did he not TP? Like. But he doesn't have to. I didn't, yeah, I know. Is I know. that his and, clone? Like, is it not his clone? Is right, it, yeah. exactly. It, it's just, right. like, he's just, he's creating 50-50s, is what it is, Right. And now the way that I deal with this is I often just bank on one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just like, I just, I'm like, you know what? That's the clone. Or like, actually with the clone, I usually fucking shoot it. Um, But like, with with like, when he TPs or not, sometimes I won't even bother looking. And it's like, you know what? If you have the balls to make that TP, good for you. The kill's yours. I'm fucking holding the angle that I. And then the person actually, went in the, and then Yoru actually didn't peek you because he was in spawn and killed someone else. They're like, oh my sure. God, is he there? How did he get past? <laughs> right, but like, okay, like, and I, I, I'm not disagreeing with whether, yeah, um, yeah. All right, fuck. I had something to say here, and you, you got me sidetracked. Give me, give me like three seconds here. Um, yeah. Well, what you're thinking oh, of that? Yes. No. No. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. I got it. <laughs> one. One of the interesting things that I thought that his. Um, his orb smoke, the like the wall shield thing. Fuck, I don't know any of the names of these yet. Um, Cove is the orb. Cove. Okay, cool. So one of the things that I thought that Cove could be somewhat useful for 
is you know back when you played in low elos and people smoked like shit and like mm-hmm. they'd have they'd put the wrong edge of the smoke blocking off the choke point or they'd put the main bulk of the the smoke right in the choke point so you could peek out of either side of the smoke yeah. as you push through I'm thinking, say a brim smokes you off properly at a choke point, and you go and you right-click his uh, his cove right to the other side of that. Now, while you're in that smoke, you get a bit of protection from random bullets being shot at you, so you're harder to spam down. And then wow. you and your teammate could burst out of either side of that. With a flash. Sure, you, with, with the flash. like It, it kind of... Like, because it's so, you know, because it just fucking disappears as soon as it gets shot, it's it's a lot harder to use as, like, hey, I want to actually smoke off this angle, unless you're smoking off an op. If you're smoking off an op, it's a pain in the ass for them. Yeah, to that's with very it. viable. Yeah. Yeah, it takes four fucking shots. But I'm saying, like, against rifles, it's just less useful. It's like, hey, well, let me just right-click this out of the smoke. It's going to show up on the other side as if they placed a really shitty smoke. And now we can peek on either side of it. Um, Cass, that is so cool. As you started saying that, like, I saw where you were going with that. And yeah. I'm like, and like, I, uh, the, in my mind, I'm thinking of a site ascent. As in, yeah, like, like, getting out of that. Yeah. yeah, there's a smoke in that choke. And then you can right click this out and you can swing out to the right side so that you're not exposed to tree. Um, you can have your wall already, so you don't have to worry about tree. Yeah. yeah, sure. But I'm saying, like, yeah, you could, yeah, your your wall goes up, blocks off tree in heaven. Um, you and a teammate jump out of that smoke left and right side at the same time, and you've stopped getting spammed down. Like, you, you didn't get spammed down while you're going through the choke by someone just spamming through the smoke. And you didn't have to jump straight out with, like, your gun leading you know, leading the charge so people get that advanced warning that, hey, someone's coming out of this. Now, could you um, also use it with, like, a smoke and dash per jet? You know how the biggest thing with a smoke and dash is people spamming the smoke. Oh, shoot! Could you toss that into sight, your jet dashes into it, and it's just, like, a really good smoke and dash? No, oh. this is ranked. You can't have that coordination. Uh, <laughs> That's illegal. I mean, you can have it if I'm playing harbor and you're playing jet. <laughs> yeah, you can have lineups. Yeah, like four. No, dude, I'm too much of a baller what are you for that. Talking about <laughs> what kind of a lineup is is in front of us? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I get no. Cass's point that you know you do have to peak the initial angle, but like for example, ascend a site, same situation. The enemy smoker smokes off main. Yeah, like I know you want to dash to like the middle of site or to gen or whatever. Yeah. I can I can chuck my my cove there through the right. smoke, and like, then I don't instead of you smoking, you right. can just yeah dash into it and maybe you can use a smoke of your own to like get out of the that orb or you yep. know anything like oh, that for sure yeah. i definitely see i don't like okay so one of the interesting things about you know jet smokes is uh much like harbor's wall you can curve them to get them to where you want to go so technically i don't need to peak the angle to get my smoke to be where i want it now i often need to um i'm pretty good on pearl and ascent at getting my smokes exactly where i want them without having to peak the angle i've just kind of got the muscle memory for exactly how to throw them to be like this is where i want it i'm just gonna wee and then curve my mouse to get them 
to where I want it to be. Um, but outside of that, yeah, like I typically have to look at where I want to throw the smoke. But the other thing is, there are oftentimes who are like smoking and dashing in combined with an updraft. And so I want to smoke like on A side ascent, say top gen. Um, I don't know how easy it is to get Harbor's Cove up there. Yeah, I mean, it, you wouldn't be as versatile, obviously, because you're yeah. coordinating with a, with a teammate. But for right. like a typical, you know, we're trying to push this choke point. We're currently smoked off. We just need mm-hmm. you to burst through. Like we're going to yeah. have someone flash through the smoke. You're going to smoke and dash on. We're going to harbor cove you on. So yeah, they, and I then guess, flash yeah, it, it's, it, flash through. Yeah, you're not right? wrong. It is, it is definitely safer than me just... Smoking and dashing out onto site. Now, is it necessary? Probably not, because smoking yeah. dash is, is ne- effective yeah. is well, it... like right by itself. But yeah, number one, is it necessary? Number two, is it worth a whole extra ability when a jet has smokes built into her kit? Yeah. Um. Hey, if I can't afford a smoke for, I think they cost two hundred, and the harbor has three hundred and fifty credits that he's willing to spend on getting me a smoke to dash onto site. Fuck it, I'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> almost twice as expensive but uh slightly better yeah it's expensive 350 for that fuck dude that's almost a stage wall yeah or like an owl drone or a boom bot fucking christ 300 now is it 400 so we're we're about to find out i got the wiki right here you know i'm the i'm the i'm the guy in the chair oh we're Uh, kind of 300 Okay, yeah, that I thought God they they uh they buffed it again yeah. monetarily. Mm-hmm. All right. Um I know that, that that that's kind of about all I got on Harbor here. Yeah, he I, I still have yet to play with him. So Yeah, know, like I don't know. I feel like it's it's a lot of people because he's a controller he, and the general sentiment is that he's a little bit underpowered. Um, even if that ends up being, you know, like there's still really cool things you can do with him. Like people aren't rushing to unlock him and like pay for the, for the unlocks as they were with like neon or chamber or, you know, what, anything like that. So, yeah, I would be curious to see the data on that of what agent has had the most people pay for their contracts and how Harbor Harbor shakes out because we, you know, us three probably don't have enough data to, uh, based on our own games to really conclusively say, oh, well, less people are paying for him, even though it seems that way, and I would be, I would yeah. feel okay betting some money on it. Um, uh, yeah, in particular, when I get Harbor, I'm looking forward to trying him on Pearl and Icebox, because for one, I suck at Pearl, so I couldn't be much worse than I currently am <laughs> at Pearl playing on Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to uh, be my know. worst win rate map. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I just I just looked. I'm five and nine all time on Pearl competitive. I thought it was uh, because not, I was pl- trying to play fade. Bad. Five and nine isn't. Is yeah, my lowest win rate by far? Thirty five, thirty five point seven percent. Sure, but like that's not atrocious. <laughs> it's okay. It's not, it's not great. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The numbers don't look good for you, but like yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, I guess I was surprised that I had as many wins as I did, but I feel like some of it's just... I'm 3 and 12, man. Oh, that's (laughs) bad. Wow. And I I average over a kill per round. Well, yeah, I average... ADR-wise, my highest ADR. Can anyone look at mine? I have no idea what my numbers are. (laughs) Really? 
Well, I'll, I'll check yours. But in the meantime, I, I want to say that, yeah, I want to try him there. And then also I kind of want to try him on Icebox because Pfeiffer has long had a had some strengths on Icebox. And I don't really like playing her on Icebox, but I think the aggressive flexibility of Harbor could be interesting. And while I love playing uh, Reyna on Icebox, a lot of times, you know, a duelist is not what the team comp needs. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I... that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, the the pearl shit. I, I'd be I'd be willing to try him on pearl too, because fuck it. Oh yeah, Chase, you are four and ten on pearl. All yeah, time okay. competitive. It's bad. Pearl, yeah. I, I thought it was because I was trying to play fade, and I was not a very good fade player. So then I swapped to playing uh, breach, breach mostly, which I feel like I have more success with, but obviously not great success. I just yeah, suck I at pearl. I, I I think it's interesting that none of us like because I like Pearl from a design standpoint. Yeah, yeah. So do I. I. Think, I think Pearl's a good map, and you know, I mean, I, I numbers wise, I personally do okay on it. But fucking Christ, we can't win, and it's not like my KD's anything to be like. Oh, holy shit, my team's holding me back, like. No, my KD's not great. Um, I, no, I guess I do a lot of damage, so I'm fucking just, like, shooting toes or whatever. But, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think it's interesting in that, like, none of the three of us seem to have, like, a, a good agent for that map. In terms yeah, of, like, uh... I don't know. Like, I, I know Chamber is, in theory, really strong on that map. Yeah. I don't like playing Chamber on it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan. So, I end up playing Jet, and I feel like Jet is just objectively not the duelist you want. On Pearl? Yeah. I don't know what the duelist you want is. Yoru. <laughs> but I don't think it's Jet. Um, Specifically because of B-Sight. Uh, like, Jet can't really smoke and dash onto B because of how long B-Long is. Um, and then smoking and dashing onto A doesn't really give you much. Like, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of places you can get to that would either break crossfires or draw someone's attention so that they're going to have a hard time focusing on main. Like, I can, I can smoke and dash onto default, sure. I can smoke and dash into flowers, but that doesn't do a whole bunch for my team. Like if someone's like, I guess if someone's mid, whoever's art would then have to deal with me. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's not the best way to take art is me smoking and dashing in to that. That doesn't give us any sight control. I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah, good. I don't know. I was just saying that like, I think it's interesting how none of us seem to have really figured out what to do on that map. But yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say two things about that. Uh, the first being that it's interesting that they swapped Pearl out, Split out for Pearl. Because one thing that I didn't like about Split that I also find frustrating about Pearl is that there's definitely a sense if you're posted up on one site and you lose a teammate or two on the other that you're just like, okay, this round is totally over. Because it takes so long to rotate through your own spawn to the other site to be able to start the retake. 
It's like, well, now the other team play it down before you start rotating. Like you're just fine. Yeah. Right. Right. And well, it's, it's that, that it's long to rotate through your own spawn combined with it's even longer to flank like flanking on, on Pearl. If like from like one site all the way around to the other, obviously if you go through mid, it's a lot faster, but if you don't go through mid flanking on Pearl, like split is a waste of time because most of the, yeah. Um, I might've just had a recording issue. All right. So taking us back in, we had a bit of a technical issue there. Not the first time in this particular podcast, but anyway, as I was saying, the rotates on Pearl and flanks both take a while, which can lead to a lot of rounds on defense where it feels like, oh, well, chance of winning this round is just so low. Uh, so the, the, I wanted to say that. And then the other thing about Pearl is that one side of us all being bad at it is that our bet from right before the map came out as to who would have the first ace on Pearl, that bet is still unresolved. None of us have aced yeah, on Pearl. Yeah, none of us have aced on which Pearl. Which is wild that at this point it hasn't happened yet. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're all that I mean, bad on Pearl. It's it's gotten so long that I don't even remember what the bet was for anymore. What the prize was. a battle pass, like. yeah. Oh, but, okay. Which has become kind of like the standard bet for this podcast. But uh Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I think we probably brought this up on last episode too, but like I'm not sure I've got a I've got an ace on every other map. I don't I don't know. Um so I don't know how, like, oh, man, like, I don't have an ace on Pearl yet feels. And, like, is that telling of me being bad on Pearl? Because you could be, if you got three kills every fucking round, you're probably really fucking good at that, Matt. You just you just haven't gotten an ace, you know? So, but no, I, I, I do agree with your general sentiment of, like, rotates feel really long. The thing that I find annoying is... When I'm trying to retake, um, I feel very isolated in my opportunities to change up my angle of approach. Like, if I'm retaking B and I'm B links, it's so fucking difficult to get to CT instead. This is true. Like, yeah. it, it's actually ridiculous trying to get from B links to CT or vice versa. Yeah, you have to crouch walk through sewers. Yeah, mm. like, what yeah. the fuck and like getting to long is is takes equally as long right it's like there's no repositioning right. opportunity right whereas like which is why most, in yeah good like i'm saying with most other maps if you're trying to retake from somewhere and you get like called out by like you know brim just drops a smoke on the place that you are you you typically have the time to get to another avenue of interest Pearl feels like you don't. The one exception being either CT on um, on A site being what secret, and I think the other one's what. What's the other one? What uh, uh, flowers on shop? A site? On A site, you're attacking A site. There's there's left and there's right there's, in yeah, CT. There's, there's flowers. Yeah, there, there's flowers, and secret. secret, and uh, art. Oh, right. Oh, I thought this is the callouts I, I normally use. Okay, yeah. I thought art was where that box was. Well, art right? is when where you're the box coming is. from mid. Yeah. yeah, 
It's like, it's like Link thought, to art, but I normally call it as art. Oh, Link. There's, I yeah, thought that was Flowers. Like that no, Link area. No, Flowers, you know, flowers is, is the one the, that's behind. Is yeah. the one that you're trying to struggle for, for a name here. That's Flowers. Oh. I was confused earlier when you were like, yeah, yeah. you can smoke and dash to Flowers. I was like, yeah. I was like, really? You yeah. have to be in okay. sight to do that. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> yep. Okay, I had those mixed up. Cool. That's why you uh, had. That's why your win rate is so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You're getting the call out wrong. Every round, he's like, yeah. "What? I, I? There's no one flowers. <laughs> what are you talking? I got shot from flowers." Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, good. To well, know. Cass, I'll make you feel better since you're feeling kind of dumb right now. Uh, I just happened to have from earlier the page on the shorty from the Valorant Wiki up. And this is oddly enough, very bizarrely, the second time in one podcast where Cass has been correct about a sort of weird fact about the game, that, and I have not. It turns out that, indeed, you cannot hit anyone past 50 meters with the shorty. You're hit, you can't, like, the pellets don't travel further than that, which, wild to me. I would never have guessed that. So... And that's what Cass was suggesting. So that is hmm. insane. And it it does again. make sense. But like when you were saying earlier, I was like, yeah, I don't think that's a mechanic in the game. Obviously it is, but. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. Let's go Cass. Two random facts getting ready. Yeah. See, I'm trying to make you feel better after yeah. a call out embarrassment. Um, yeah. Okay. Fuck, dude. Now, now that we got talking about call outs, I forget what the fuck I was talking about. Pearl and how it's difficult and long rotates and limited angles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, you can get from yeah. secret to flowers and vice versa fairly easily, right? Because of that little right. hole you can jump out in the in flowers, I guess. But, like, anything else, you can't get from art to CT, right? Like, I, I, I just feel so incredibly isolated that, like, when I'm found or when my location is discovered in any capacity it's like well now i'm stuck there there's no opportunity to try and and like change my avenue of of retake or whatever which i i don't know that's a personal frustration that i i have at times but also like i don't know it's fair like valorant's an, an information heavy game like if you can find out where people are and keep them there like that's advantageous to you like good for you you've you're playing the game correctly, you know? Yeah, and, and I will say, A is much easier to reposition than B, because first of all, you know, you have those three angles that aren't flanking, and then secondly, you know, going from art to sewers to flowers is so much shorter than going from link to sewers to heaven <laughs> on yeah. B. Like, A yeah. is much more doable that way. Also, sewers is just like, that's such a fucking gimmick. Like, what's, like what's, the fucking, what's the fucking point of it? It's like B spawn, or sorry, it's like T spawn on bind. Like, what's the fucking point? Uh, I would disagree because it makes, it's a very unique angle where if you're in that position, the person has to be crouching. Like, I, I, I it, was, it felt good when we played on Pearl, all three of us, I believe it was, a couple, like a day or two ago. Uh, there was one time where I got into position on offense. I was just crouching there in sewers and I like shot someone as they were rotating through defender spawn, like from a position where it would have been, they would have had to work really hard to clear me. And then besides that, there's the obvious fact of it limits the speed with which you can go through there and makes it really easy. If someone is watching it to shoot you because you're crouched. 
Yeah, you know, I think it, it is interesting, but I I see the comparison yeah. to T spawn bind where you're just like, yeah, no one ever goes here. But well, it's uh, I mean, people go there a lot. It's just unlike T spawn bind. It's just how significant is the crouching aspect? Is yeah, really the question. Yeah, I know. I I like I like the water. Like I, you know, and oh, like yeah. I like the water on split too, where it's it's very telling when you hear that. You know exactly right? where like, they are. Yeah, exactly. The same thing with like uh, I mean, catwalk on ascent has a rather unique sound. If someone's oh, yeah. stopping up catwalk, like I, I, I like that there are unique sounds that kind of designate where you can and can't be. I think that's a cool feature built in to yeah. the map design. I'm just, I'm not. I'm not sold on the whole crouching aspect. I, I find it more annoying than than anything. And like, I don't know, perhaps someone who is way better at the game than I am and, you know, is has a degree in designing competitive FPS maps can bring out something that it uniquely adds that is integral to the map design. But like, I, I, I just don't see it. Like, I... I I feel like you could have you not need to crouch through that and it would basically play the same. I agree, honestly. I, I, mean, I, I do understand that you're saying yeah. it, it makes something interesting, but it's very, very rare that there's any kind of interaction going on there. I feel like it's um it's drop on or like a very similar thing with drop on uh uh breeze. It's like it's a gimmick that's in the map and then doesn't see use. Like the only time I feel like I ever see anybody use drop on on Breeze is DMs. Oh, people are using DMs all the time. It's yeah, people use DMs all the time because like yeah, yeah, it's cool. Or like also there's a spawn in halls, and you're like, well, fuck, I'm in halls. Like I spawned right by drop. Like I, I don't. Yeah, and then there's spawns on either end of halls, so you got to get yeah, out of there fast. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. yeah. It's like well, yeah. well, fuck, dude. Like I'm gonna drop through. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Like I get into mid. I'm I'm actively searching for gunfights as fast as possible because it's fucking. And I'm end. probably gonna die, but maybe I'll get a better spawn next time. Like that's yeah. The... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I actually have in DMs. I've got great success coming through drop. Maybe I should do it more often. I have great success like, holding in actual drop. games. <laughs> but no, the problem the problem with actual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just holding drop. <laughs> so he's just under it with a judge looking yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the difference is yeah. in actual games. Like if I drop into mid, there could be fucking three of them staring at me. Yeah, I'm like, what? Our buddy Kevin was with us in the game before uh, earlier, and he didn't know drop was a thing. That he's, was hilarious. Yeah, he doesn't play a lot of Valorant. <laughs> he he was trying to just get behind cover and accidentally fell through drop and Phoenix just dropped a molly on him. And <laughs> he's just fucking stuck there in the Phoenix That's molly. Funny. Um hilarious? Yes. Useful? No. And also he's on my team, so like he died and that was not useful. True. But yeah, so like Yeah, I mean ah. I feel like the the key thing about the thing that's different drop just doesn't get used a lot. I think the sewers crouch spot, it does affect your timings on the map and also what you're willing to do as a defender. You know, like you talked about that rotate, uh, if that reposition if, if when defending B is that much more annoying because you have to slow down for that crouch. And as an attacker, you know, that adds that much more time to your flank, even if it's, it's somewhat subtle that could 
potentially decide the round, even though you have no way of knowing exactly if it will or not, obviously. So, so I, I think, I think I kind of prefer sewers to drop because drop is just rarely useful in real games, but has a potentially big impact. Whereas this has a smaller impact, but there is an impact, even if you don't notice it in a lot of rounds of it being there versus not, not having to crouch. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just kind of see it as a, I don't fuck with this and therefore I don't use it. So maybe that is the intended design purpose. Well, I mean, you've, you've gone, you just don't go through it typically. No, I just, I just ignore it. Oh, I go through there all the time. I don't want to like, also I'm um, less likely to be flanking being, you know, jet. I go through uh, there to get true. into mid. Yeah, see, I don't play mid on defense either, so I don't go through there to play mid. Yeah, I wish I didn't, but I often am, like, left holding mid with whatever character often... that I'm playing. And so I really don't yeah. like holding mid, but I'm just there because everybody yeah. else runs to the sites because nobody likes fucking holding mid. So I'm like, guess I'll it hold mid It is very awkward angles. Yeah, yeah. it's just awkward yeah. to hold. Yeah, the timings and angles on mid are confusing, to say the least. I don't like. Like, I'm fine with playing mid with support, like dedicated support from somebody on my team, be it the smokes agent or an initiator is like, yeah, I'm down to like, I'm down to gain some space in mid. But outside of that, it's like, well, first of all, by nature of playing jet and chamber, I should probably be playing B1 on average more often than not. Um Yeah, I've also discovered my what I should do on Pearl is I should play Jet. I should buy an operator on attack. And we should have someone else on the team who can entry. Because that is by far and away how I have the most success. That's funny. Is like I have the most success on Pearl being able to to push up more aggressively than Chamber would allow me to. Uh, as Jet. But primarily offing. And m- much like Optic and, and Ye, our entire goal is to set you up into the best positions while we're playing. Oh yeah, it's so yeah. much fun when Cass buys an op and we die and then he saves the op. And you then know, he's sitting there just, just watching call Cass us. hold a corner. And a surprising number of times, peeking something at the last second and dying. <laughs> making the entire save pointless oh that's my favorite fucking thing is is when is when the cast yeah. is like yeah I'm, I'm gonna back off it's like a 3v5 and he's like i've got to save the op i gotta save the op and then everyone the other two die it's a you know 1v4 they're hunting him and he just randomly peeks an angle and dies like a second before the round ends Yep, yeah, we've all been watching Cass stare at nothing for the last 30 seconds, and then he just dies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Like, you could have stayed behind that wall and uh, just saved your up like you've been doing for the last 30 seconds, but no. Nah, dude, my, my ego, my ego's got to get that pick. Your ego <laughs> is weaker than your ego. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, got him. That's funny. On to, on to some other some other smaller topics here. Um, <sighs> I I might I might be the only person that does this out of the three of us. I'm actually not sure. 
what do you guys have for like toggle settings? As I'm like, what keybinds do you have on a toggle press instead of a hold press? So I was talking about this ADS. with Alex the other day. Yeah, yeah, I toggle ADS, but that's that's default. And but yeah. then um I think we've gone over this before because I toggle walk and I think you toggle walk as well, Cass. I toggle walk too. Um but that's a hot take. A lot of people don't like toggle walk. Yeah, that a lot is of a scorching like, hot take. It's Yeah. A bunch of people don't like toggle walk, but like I always yeah. I toggle walk, which is why I'm so like pissed it's an off at people when yeah. when they like make a step when we're like supposed to be going quiet somewhere. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? It's not that hard, but I'm also toggling walk. So it's really easy for me to just be like, yes, Chase, I'm walking Chase, now. Chase, I'm still with you. I mean, I mean, I'm still with you in that position because like, how often is it me who makes the step? Very, like, rarely. Well, yeah, I, and well, I, I, I don't use toggle walk. <laughs> I have to hold down my shift key. I, like, I don't know who does or who doesn't make the step, you know? It's like, yeah. there are three or four of us creeping up somewhere. Someone makes a step. Like so it, it's literally like, impossible I, I, like, for me to. Like I, I don't, I don't fucking know who it is, but it sure as fuck wasn't me because I'm playing toggle. You know. <laughs> I mean, normally uh, I feel like you can exactly. tell based on like y- your position in the group. Like you can tell the sound is in front to the right of you versus back, like directly behind you, and like it's pretty clear who that is. I know. Usually when some like usually when the play is called to like toggle walk up somewhere like nice and quiet. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the other side of the map, lurking. So I don't hear that one yeah, step being course. made, but yeah. like, yeah, that's very, very fair. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really, I really feel like though that the, the problem with toggle walk is if you if you're in a situation you're like, oh shit, I need to start running right away. Now you have an additional button press that you don't have if you were just holding it. Like I feel like that could actually. No, cost I mean you that's the, that that like that is the one counter argument to it, but. Right. I feel like I can be way more deliberate by not needing to have my pinky key or my pinky finger holding down the shift. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I can be way more deliberate and precise with my movement by not needing to be actually holding down this physical button while I'm trying to, like, you know, slowly creep around an angle. Yeah, it's just another thing I sense. don't have to worry about. Yeah, it's like, I don't have to worry about holding down this key. Like, I'm just going to, like, I'm walking right now. Um, well, I will say, I will say this is where my other philosophy comes in, which is that the only keys I press with my, with with my left hand are WASD shift control, uh, space bar and forward to plant spike, all of my abilities, uh, and, you know, ping voice comms, inspect weapons, all of those are on my mouse which means that there's not a whole lot my left hand has to do along with holding shift. So like, because that's my philosophy, I think that makes more sense versus if you're using more of your left hand to do abilities and stuff, then I think it makes a lot more sense to use toggle shift so that you don't have to hold shift while also pressing like Q. Cause like I'm doing that right now. If I'm holding shift with my pinky finger and then trying to press Q with my ring finger, like, and you're also yeah, trying to hit more awkward. D to, to move sideways around something and like, yeah. And you can't even hit a at all at that point. Like, yeah, I, I, I can see how that could be more awkward, but since I don't have that issue, it makes a lot more sense for me to just hold down shift. I I agree with Q and E being on your mouse. So like, I don't think there are any big arguments there, but like, what do you use for like interact? Or like, uh, oh, like F, okay, right? Yeah. Like, sorry, F and, sorry. F and G are in the equation there. Are they not? My, my apologies. I forgot about those. 
yes, I use FNG. However, G, you're on, almost always going to be using yeah. a fairly safe location where it right. doesn't really matter. And then F is just really easy to hit. Do, your, do you have Do you have finger. Alt on your um on your mouse? What the heck do you use Alt for? X. I thought, I thought you meant like the key, the keyboard key alt, like ALT. I was like, why? Oh, that's, that's what that's what I was mouse. thinking too. Yeah, does he have alt <laughs> yeah. on, on his mouse? I'm like, I was like, I don't why? think there's anything actually. I was on like, is this Tarkov or something? Yeah. <laughs> alt is used for a lot. If you guys in didn't know yeah. this. What alt does is it brings up what abilities your teammate has purchased. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, it does. It's it's useful Wait, for seeing if your sage has heal. Yes, yeah. if you hold alt, then you can like see any of your teammates' outlines, and you can see what abilities they have. Oh available. shit! Yeah. I thought you just only got that as like sage or whatever. No, it's because it, because it's useful <laughs> the opposite has the way. Health thing. Yeah, Chase, it's opposite. It's useful the opposite way because you can see if your sage has heal or not yeah. without asking them. <laughs> I yeah. just thought you know there are certain agents where you just see like stats above somebody's head. <laughs> That's funny. No, you can hold on to see what abilities you have. Like, I, I use it for knowing, like, how many smokes, like, you have left, right, in a round. Fuck, when, that's like, we're so in a useful. Plant. Yeah, when we're in a post plant, and I'm going to ask you to smoke something off. It's like, I'll, I'll hit the alt key and see, like, oh, does he have two smokes? And then we can, like, smoke two things off, or oh, you'll does hit he X? one smoke? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cass, yeah I'll hit X I've, I've taken things a step further with that strategy, and rather than using uh, any keyboard keys for that, or even my mouse... I use the uh, physical parameter, yes, the yeah. mouth, to say, hey, if you have a smoke, you can smoke this. I don't which, know. I, uh, I think it's a pretty... Freeze up my hands to not have to do it at all. No, no, because, like, all right, which I understand what you're saying there, but then there's the, the whole interaction of, like, uh, if I'm, like, holding an angle and being like, hey, like, Chase, do you have a smoke for this? Um, then there's well, I say, the... could you smoke this? And he says, no. And then that's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, or he puts like, a smoke there. There's, there's it's not like, geez, Prithi, could you tell me if perhaps you have a smoke available? And if so, would you be willing to employ it in the manner that would be most helpful to me? Which yeah, I shall like, specify as I follows. Understand, I understand <laughs> when, like, time is of the essence. Yes, I'm just going to fucking ask him. But, like, in a situation where we're getting ready to push out onto site, right? That's when you have the like, most hey, time to ask me. Huh? Yeah, and that's also when he's most likely to have his smokes. Yeah, like, what, guess, why does he like, not have his smokes no, at the beginning of a round? I'm, I'm more thinking for, like, in this context, I'm more thinking of somebody with flashes. It's like, is do it? you have any flashes left, right? Or, like, a sky, like, has your bird recharged yet? Right? It's like, if time isn't immediately important, it's like, it's easy for me to hit alt and see, like, oh, yeah, they've got a bird. Like, hey, do you mind flashing this for me? Like, if it doesn't take me anything else to identify whether or not they have it or not, I might as well hit the alt key and see if they do instead of just being like, hey, Sky, you got a bird? And then them being like, no, I fucking used it 10 seconds ago or whatever. Yeah, no, I completely see that. And that's actually like really nice, especially like sages. I feel like your sage gets annoyed when uh, when you're constantly being like, you yeah. got heal, you got heal, you got heal. Yeah. Um, so maybe just, you know, check. If you got if you got a second, check. But uh, that's a that's new info for me. I had no fucking idea that, that key did that. <laughs> well, anyway, to answer Cass's <laughs> real question of not the ALT key, but the ultimate ability key. Yeah, of course I have that on my mouse. This whole like reaching down to X and C is it gets awkward, it, and it, yeah. it removes your ability to. How many fucking buttons do you have on your mouse? 
We've been I have re- I have reload Q E X C uh Y uh and that's buy it. Fucking, right? Did you buy a fucking MOBA mouse? No, it's a it's like a it's an FPS mouse. It's just a, well, it's sort of an in between mouse. Honestly, I don't think it's advertised as an FPS mouse. Let me let me see what it says on the store page. <laughs> okay, but at any rate, yeah, I, I was okay. So actually, what I was getting at is the one thing that Hunter brought up, being that like it's it's real quick. It's an FPS slash MOBA gaming mouse. Oh okay. Um, but yeah. So like what, what I was kind of trying to get at with this point was the one thing that Hunter did bring up, being uh the toggle walk is potentially disadvantageous when you get caught out and you're like, oh shit, I need to run, and then it's an extra button press to do that. Yep. Um. Which I can't inherently think of any situations in which that's held me back. Um, I, I did have a problem with my old mouse in which my scroll wheel was able to push left and push right. And I had those set to We swap. are well aware. Yeah, I had those set to swap tabs in my, my Chrome windows. So I set macros for them. One of the key presses on that macro being control which is my walk toggle button. So I would accidentally toggle walk at times when I didn't want. Um, which, oh yeah, by the way, I swap, uh, I've swapped crouch and walk. Um, at this point, I could probably undo that because I don't crouch. Mm, I just never hit control. Yeah, like I just like, well, I hit control as my toggle key for walk. No, I've but... unbound control. So you just really? don't have crouch. No, I put... Crouch on caps. What the fuck? But use M to bring up your ma- your your map. Well, that's also on control, but I never hit that. But yes, I use M to bring up my map. Well, and, and M brings up the hard map. You have to then hit M again to to dismiss it. Whereas control yeah. for me brings up the the like. Oh, dude, map, caps but... is caps is way better to have your map for. I just never look at that map. Why would I ever look at that map? When I'm holding an op angle on the other side, and I'm like, "Hey, should I rotate?" and I don't, I don't get any fucking comms. That's even worse than minimap peeking. It's worse than minimap peeking. It takes up my screen. Yeah, but I, I like I can't minimap peek. It's on the other fucking side of the map. That's not in my minimap. Well, great. You should have teammates that call it out. And I understand that the entire point of this is that your teammates aren't calling it out. But yeah. like, that's hey, it's you just want to know who my teammates are? I mean, well, here, here's the thing, Cass. You often complain, like, oh, how come you didn't tell me? But, like, oftentimes, it's not clear until we're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, sure. Well, it's not clear. Well, it's, even sometimes after we're dead, we're not sure if it's a full commit or not. Yeah, because it could have been two people lurking that just got a pick on me, you know? Or, or split or, push. Or, yeah, yeah, or split push or, you know, yeah. anything like that. They could have backed off after they killed me. I don't know. I don't know. It's right. just like, I don't know. I just find there's so many times I'm, like, all the way on the, like... B-Site Pearl and B-Site Icebox being the two that come to mind, as in, I am standing here holding this long angle with an op, and I don't know if I should leave or not. And if I don't get anybody telling me, like, hey, we need backup, or like, hey, they're on site, it's it's very fucking hard to know. I'm just saying there might be a reason. I was going to say, one thing that I do when I'm mopping, even though it's rare, and I would suggest that you could do with us... Is if you're feeling like maybe I should rotate, just say while you're still scoped in on your op, say, I'm going to rotate early here. And then someone else knows, oh, that site's open. Maybe I can lean over towards that site. And then if, if it's a full commit, if it's, it seems like 
just a lurker on the other side. Someone can say, no, 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 stay there, stay there. And you're still in your op site while you're having this conversation. So if someone peeks you while you're talking, like you're ready. Like, I feel like that yeah, might I be know. a good that, move. That's like, but like, that's why I feel like is the advantage of the caps lock in that um, I can just like, I can tap it. It flashes the map up on my screen, like just for like a split second. Because it's so a hole sublim- instead of a toggle. <laughs> so you subliminally, I can't, I can't say the word, subliminally message the map to yourself is what yes, you're saying. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> and I can kind of like, I can see the enemy team's icons for like people who are in gunfights or whatever, or like seeing people. And I can be like, oh, they're on site. Or like, oh, they haven't got, or like, oh, my team still has like deep control and there's no way they're on site yet. I should hold. It's like, I can tap that real quickly and it just like flashes up on my screen for a split sec. And if someone Wait, does yeah. get the timing and swing me in that, well, it sucks to be me in that in that scenario. But like, it's a, it's a split second, you know. Like, if you're gonna get that timing, I mean, timings are a big thing in Valorant. Like, you're gonna get that one, you know. Well, what you can also do though is make it so that you have you can much more often see on the map what's going on from much more zoomed out view by using fixed minimap, which greatly decreases the yeah. amount of times you have to pull yeah. open your actual map. Yeah. No, fixed mini map is fixed mini map is out. Um, I do agree that like I probably should take the time at some point to go into a custom game and fuck with my mini map settings to get them to be that like zoomed out enough to the point where I can see the majority of the map on like some of the bigger on some of the bigger maps, and also be able to because like I I use my mini map for well. I mostly use the rotating minimap for shooting through smokes at angles with an operator. Um, Very specific. But I but that happens to me a number of times throughout the game. Like throughout any given game, there's a lot of times in which I'm using my minimap for for lineups. In terms of just hey, is my crosshair in the right spot? Which like Chase told me he did when he got his really nice ace with the the Sova alt on a blind third shot on the jet. Cause yeah, I, I use the mini map to line that up for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, every right? time like I'm I, so bolting, I'm using mini map to line that up. Yeah. Whereas I use the mini map on my, with the op to make sure that like, if I'm blind firing through something, I'm pointed at an angle that somebody might be, might be, you know, fixed mini map. I find to be significantly more difficult to do that way. And therefore I don't like it. Yeah. I just don't, I can't reach control very well. I just find it really awkward to hit control, so I never like want to crouch there. Yeah, that's why that's why I t- put my crouch on shift originally. Yeah, but then I was but then you have walk on control which I hit way more than crouch. Yeah, well, I used to be the classic crouch spamming aimer. Yeah. I I honestly I never hit crouch. I never hit crouch unless I am like ducking behind cover or going through that thing on pearl where this whole conversation started (laughs) yeah Yeah, like i i i have broken the habit of spamming crouch in rifle duels um but yeah so like i i could probably switch it back but at this point muscle memory so i'm not going to um Okay, well, one one last topic here is um, people who can't fill, which is which is me. Um, 
What's y'all's take on that? Because my take is fairly straightforward, but like, curious to hear y'all's take on that. I mean, I think it's kind of simple. Like, obviously, it's nice to have somebody fill, but like, I hate doing it even though I can. So, like, I understand people not filling, and I just think overall, you're typically better having an agent comp where everyone is comfortable on their agent. Like, even Especially if you're missing, in ranked. Yeah, yeah. In, in ranked at, at our level, too. Like, if that means we're going triple duelist, like, you're, we're probably going to have more success there than trying to put an aggressive person on, like, on smokes. Right? Where, where they don't understand the, like, the utility. Like, even with agents that I play on other maps, I have, like, a really hard time playing them on maps where I don't typically do Right, like if I'm yeah. forced to play breach to fill for a team comp on like Icebox or something, I I don't know. That's a random example, but um, just on a map where I don't usually play breach, then like I often find it hard to play breach because it's like, oh, I don't know, I don't have my setups, I don't have like where am I flashing, and I just don't feel as comfortable, even though it's an an agent that I play. So like, it's way better to have that person, i.e., you play an agent that that you're comfortable with than than have a perfect team comp mm-hmm. yeah I, I will say chase this is beside the main question but i think it's interesting you talk about all oh, i hate filling considering that most of the agents you would prefer to play are agents that other people would consider they're like fill agents but yeah i get what you're saying that you know you don't want to play sova on the maps that you prefer to play brim yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah no it's just like like, I feel like I would, on average, be better if I had the ability to fill by nature of, you know, you're... Well, often I queue with a bunch of people who, like, I, I don't typically play, or, like, I don't... I very rarely solo queue. Um, but, like, there's always the possibility that because rank is a random assortment of people who are queuing at this time, that I could get into a lobby with five jet mains. Yeah. Like, there's... Like, that that's possible, right? And then, well, we can't all play Jet here. So, what do? Um, and now anybody who plays Jet probably has had a stint or two on Chamber. So one person is going to be like, ah, well, fuck it, I'll take the Chamber. But then at that point, it's like, well, now we got three rolls to fill. Um, I feel like I could still play Omen to, like, an okay-ish level like i know i know where the smoke should go but i can't guarantee that i'm going to put them there at the right times because i don't typically play smokes so like i've got a bad understanding of like oh this is when i should be dropping this smoke here um and then i'm also probably going to end up playing too aggressively in certain scenarios and end up dying and now my team doesn't have smokes and so like i don't know i i agree that like from my perspective i should not try to fill. Especially with flashes. Because I don't really play anybody that does flashes. But like... Or I have never really played an agent that has flashes. I guess is the better way to put that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I feel like there's something... A little je ne sais quoi there. I, I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going. Yeah, I was I was going to say to I hadn't really answered your initial question and I'm going to say that I 
don't use, I typically don't think besides when we're having like thought exercises about it, I typically don't think, oh man, I wish Cass would feel more because at the end of the day, like you say, you have, you pick agents based around your clear strength, which is, you know, opping and doing jet and chamber things. <laughs> so like, you know, you far, far more often than not bring a lot to the table on defense opping, whether you're playing jet or chamber. And then when you're playing, sometimes you do play jet and, you know, don't end up opping that much on defense, but in chamber, it's always opping on defense and jet it often is as well. And that's, you know, a huge strength. And so being able to count on that fairly reliably is huge. Uh, and then offense is a bit more of a mixed bag for you, just like defense is a bit more of a mixed bag for me when I'm playing a duelist. But, like, that's all right because there's that defensive strength that is so strong. So, like, because of that, I know what I'm getting when you pick Jet or Chamber. It's not like, oh, dang it, Cass is just playing his favorite role and good chance he, he might have a bad game and not do anything because I know the, the, pow the op will be ringing true at some point in the game almost every time. Yeah, I mean, that's not to say that it wouldn't be nice if you had an agent that you were comfortable on that could fill in some of those sure, sure. scenarios, right? So I'm saying, like, people who can't fill, I'm not saying don't try. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe try to pick yeah. up a character and become comfortable enough on them, but I'm not going to be mad at you if you don't fill because you don't have an agent like that. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about it? I don't know. It's like, on one hand, like, I, like, the reason why I play Jet and Chamber is because I enjoy opping, right? And at the end of the day, it's a game. I'm playing it to have fun. And obviously, with the whole competitive aspect of it, like, yes, I want to win. But, like, nonetheless, at the end of the day, I'm playing this game because I enjoy playing it. And that's, that's the role that I want to play. Um, but I understand that, like, that's not always the, like, the correct thing to do in terms of, like, the team comp. Um, and now that, like, I've been playing a decent amount with Tony, like, the past two weeks, and Tony's been picking up Chamber. Um, and it's like, I don't know, in, in either regard, right? Like, say I'm either the Chamber or the Jet, I yeah. don't really have a problem for going the op and grabbing a rifle if the other player wants to off. But nonetheless, I I feel like that is what I want to do. I want to play these aggressive off angles. I, I want to go for these early engagements, like take opening duels. Like that's how I want to play, and so I pick the agents that enable me to do that the best. Um, and like early when I first started playing Valorant, like I started maining Omen because I thought he fucking looked cool and his kit was, mm -hmm. you know, his kit was cool. It was like, eh, I get to like, get the teleport, you know, he's all edgy and doesn't have a face. And I was like, yeah, that looks cool. I want to do that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, like I play the roles that I play because I enjoy playing them. And, like, that's, at the end of the day, that's what it is. But also, because it is a competitive game, and you are trying to win, I don't know, there are definitely times when we go into a team comp, and it's like, well, given what other people have already locked, like, yeah, it'd be nice if I could play Flashes, 
And it's like, all right, so we've we've got chamber locked already. And it's like, okay, so I can play duelist here, but is Jet the right call? Like, would it would it be better if I could play Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. And now at least my team has some flashes. Are they the most team friendly flashes? No, but they are flashes. Um, and yeah, I just I don't have the confidence to 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 pick the Phoenix in that scenario. So like, I'm not going to. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with what I know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've just seen a lot of, in general, this. Uh, what, what, what's the right call? Like this stereotype of like, oh, like you know, every ranked game you get into, it's like Jet Chamber Reina insta locked, and then the rest of us are just forced to play, you know, smokes and initiator. Right. 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 And yeah, two of those, two of those roles are, are roles that I play, being Jet and Chamber. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I was just curious to see your your thoughts on that. And again, I don't solo queue, so it's it's rarer that I get into a scenario where I would need to fill because three of us don't typically have overlapping roles in the way in which we play. Yep. Which I, I don't know. I wonder if that's nature or nurture, but. True, true. That's what it is. So. Yeah, that actually is a good question. Whether that's like how we would have originally played or whether it's because we all play together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a funny question. But anyway, I, don't I think that that's a good spot to mm-hmm. to wrap it up before we have any more technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, I kind of just Let me add one this. thing at the very end. <laughs> if you don't yeah, mind. Please. Yeah, let's check in real quick before we let it go for weeks and forget about it with the poll from last week, which I'm very excited about. Oh, shit. So following up from last episode, I asked, how should Riot deal with potential player poaching by newly ascended made it through tier 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 two for the temporary tier one slot teams? It, in the shorter words, should a team that's just one ascension and going to compete with the franchise teams, should what restrictions should they have on changing their roster? So... Option one was nothing at all. If an Ascended team buys the entirety of an existing franchise's roster, that's cool. So the Ascended te- the team that won Ascension just straight out buys 100 Thieves' roster of players and now has them. Option two is uh, the team uh, cannot poach players from existing Tier 1 te- teams, but can make roster changes involving players that aren't in Tier 1. So they could drop their entire team that they just won Ascension with, even though that would almost always be a horrible idea and pick up whatever players are are in tier two that they wanted to have instead. They just can't go out and buy out tier one players from their contracts with the franchise teams. And then option number three is ascended teams. uh, The teams at one Ascension cannot change their roster at all for a set amount of time after rising to tier one. Um, So that basically all the players who've made it through Ascension have earned the right to compete with the franchise teams. So from last podcast, uh, Cass and Chase were arguing for option three, and I was arguing for option two. Now, the results are in. Uh, In last place, one person voted for (laughs) Cass and Chase's perspective with option three. (laughs) And then two people voted for there should be literally no restrictions whatsoever. And then a whopping 13 people agreed with me that they should be able to pick people up from tier two and drop as much of their roster as they would like, but they can't poach tier one players. 
So I feel very validated by that. (laughs) Sample size too small. We we didn't have enough people that uh that agreed with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the definition of too small to say. Okay. I mean, I'd like to throw a small caveat in here. I said that like I think it's fine if they traded players one for one. But like I was just saying that I think by earning your way into Ascension, you should be guaranteed the ability to play in tier one. Well, yeah. Cass, I, I, that's a pretty yeah, small caveat because under yeah. what scenario yeah, I think... does it make sense to do a one-for-one trade? I, I, I mean, I think I mean, the, the options... closest thing we've ever seen to that was the Zeta for uh, Curry trade, and that was like a head-scratcher. So That was a head-scratcher, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, but as I, you're saying, James. I, I mean, I think that the options you laid out were fair. Like, it makes sense, mm-hmm. and I still do agree with, with the third option there. Is that... Got it, got it. Um, I mean, currently... Riot is going with an option one, where they could totally buy out Hundred Thieves if they wanted to. Then they don't give a shit. So the far, org, yeah. The org is what made it in, not mm-hmm. not the players. Um, but I I still think that like I think it, you know, you earned your way in. That team should have the chance to compete at the tier one level. So there you have it. Yeah. Okay. Well. I don't think there's a poll for for this week, but you know we obviously yeah. need uh, need more people to answer these Actually, polls and agree yeah, I might with throw me, in a so. poll. <laughs> <laughs> I might throw out a poll about what you what everyone thinks about the state of Harbor. Too strong, too weak, just right. Yeah, okay, just just to up the engagement. Feedback. Yeah, do it. Uh, and on that note, we will drink with you later. <laughs>